0: Chapter 28, Lily. I sit on my bed and stare at the bulletin board next to me. Dad hung the cork board up on my wall a few years ago and I've pinned a whole bunch of photos to it. George is in all of them. Some shots are of my family and me and George and some are George's family and my family and some are just of me with George. There's a photo of George and me at a baseball game and one at the beach house our families rented for a week. I have a photo of George at my birthday party last year. There were about 20 kids at my party but the only photo I have is with George. There's a photo of me getting on the bus for the camp last summer. George didn't go, but instead of shots from camp pinned to the bulletin board, I have a single photo of me posing with George near the front of the bus, waving goodbye. When I was in camp, I wrote to George every day. I only wrote to my parents twice, and that's because the counselors made us write to our parents twice. I can't believe I wasted so many great times hanging out with a good-for-nothing cheat and turtle-stealer like George. Still, I miss him. He's too serious much of the time, but not always. He laughs at my jokes, even when they aren't funny. He is always interested in what I'm talking about, even if what I'm talking about isn't very interesting. And he let me win at tic tac toe 228 times in a row, even if he pretended he was trying his hardest. My wrist feels empty without our friendship bracelet on it. I know I only wore it for a few days, but I expected to wear it forever. I think about Soda, too. I wonder if she's okay. I can't imagine Sarah would hurt her, but I just don't know what to think about anything anymore, except that losing is for losers, and right now I feel like I'm losing. I don't feel good about anything I've done this week. I've cheated. I've stolen. The things I've done during Spirit Week have been even worse than promising a unicorn ride to Francine Pepper's cookie sales. Maybe sometimes being a winner or loser has nothing to do with winning or losing. How's it going, champ? Dad asks. He and Mom stand in my doorway smiling, holding hands. They hold hands a lot. I like that about them. Everything's fine, I say, but I don't say it with a lot of happiness, I guess, because Dad sort of frowns. We still need to talk about school today, Mom says. Your costume was covered in eggs. You stayed after school to serve detention. When you were named team captain, we didn't think. I know, okay, I interrupt. Mom looks angry and I bite my lip. It's been a week, but everything is fine now. Mom arches her eyebrows. Some kids got carried away and some egg salad got spilled, but I didn't do anything, I continue. It was just some dumb kids. I don't want to talk about it. You're going to have to talk about it at some point, says Mom, frowning. Dad sighs. We also came up here with some good news. This Friday, instead of eating in, we're going out to a restaurant with George and his family. Any suggestions where we go? I always choose the Japanese steakhouse near us. I love how the chefs clang their knives together and make silly jokes while they throw pieces of vegetables at us. We're supposed to catch the veggies in our mouths, but George always misses. They pour oil in an onion and steam it up like a train. It's awesome sauce. But today I just shake my head. I don't care where we eat. You always care where we eat, says Dad. Well, I don't care now, all right? I say, trying to keep the irritation from my voice, but I know it's spilling out. Dad walks into my room and stands next to my bed, looking down at me. We haven't seen George in a few days. Is everything okay with you guys? You should ask him, I answer. Now I'm even more annoyed and I can hear it in my voice. Mrs. Martinez says she, has, she hasn't seen you at their house in a few days either, adds mom, also walking into my room and standing next to dad. I take a deep breath. So I haven't been seen with George for a few days. You'd think the world was coming to an end. I'm okay, okay, everything is great, everyone is great. I'm just not hanging out with George anymore. Is it any against the law not to hang with George? My voice gets louder and louder as I talk and I don't want it to get louder and louder, it just does. When I stop talking, the room is eerily silent. Both mom and dad's mouths are open. Well, all right then, mom says, and I know I've totally overreacted to their questions. But she acts as if I'm committing some horrible crime just because George and I aren't doing things together. I sigh extra loudly for effect. I'm sorry, everything is perfect, I lie. Can't you guys see I'm busy? When we came in, you were just sitting on your bed staring at the wall, says mom. Well, to me, that's busy. "'Listen, young lady,' Mom begins, her voice rising, but Dad puts his hand on her shoulder, which calms her. "'We will talk later, when we are all in a better mood,' says Dad, and he speaks in this sort of quiet, understanding voice that is more irritating than if he just spoke normally. He and Mom leave, and they are holding hands again, which I guess is nice since they are best friends. But I don't have a best friend anymore, so looking at their hands suddenly bothers me.' I turn away and look at the bulletin board again. It takes all my strength not to jump up and rip all the photos with George off the board, right then and there. Chapter 29 George School starts soon, but I stand behind it in my pajamas. I'm with Kyle, Brian, and Seth in a secluded spot hidden from the street where no one can see us. The only other things that move are the grass and trees from a slow, cool breeze. The school building shadows cover us. I hate what I'm wearing. All my pajamas were in my dirty clothes hamper, except for one pair, which I've only worn once before today. Mom apologized. She meant to do the wash last night. So now I'm stuck wearing these PJs, the ones Grandma Katie bought me for a birthday present last year. They are pink. Grandma said they're lavender, but they look pink to me. Brian and Seth both already informed me that boys don't wear pink. I didn't bother trying to explain it was lavender. Still, it's pajama days, even though it's not really, and I'm the team captain, so I need to wear pajamas. Brian, Seth, and Kyle all wear pajamas, too, but they all wear normal colored ones. A back door opens. We turn. Lily exits the building with soda cradled in her hands. Sarah, Grace, and Aisha walk behind her. Lily wears mismatched pajamas. Her shirt is striped and green. Her pants are red and plaid. I've seen her wear the same outfit at her house when I've come over to watch TV after dinner. I never really thought about it before, but now I think it looks sort of ridiculous. Those nights seem a lifetime ago. Nice outfit, I say, shaking my head, because I don't really mean it. At least I'm not wearing pink, Lily answers, rolling her eyes. Sarah and Grace stand behind her, glaring with huge frowns, but Aisha's all smiles. Elvis, she shouts with glee. The turtle sits in my hands. I have one hand under him, and my other hand covers his shell. Egg salad smells worse than turtle, but not a whole lot worse. I can't wait to exchange our pets and wash my hands. I'll need to soak them in a water of soap for our or I'll never get rid of this turtle germs. Kyle, standing next to me, tries to take a look at Soda. She better be okay, he huffs. Relax, says Lily. She's never been better. She even has a new fashion accessory, adds Sarah. Lily uncuffs her hands to reveal Soda, who has a giant red stripe across her back with a four, with the fur propped high like a mohawk. Quite an improvement, don't you think? I can feel the Kyle shaking with anger. If you've harmed her, oh, relax, says Grace, it'll wash out. "'Unfortunately,' adds Sarah. "'I hold up Elvis, who has withdrawn into his shell. "'I don't think he likes it here outside his terrarium. "'I remove my top hand. "'What did you do to Elvis?' asks Aisha, her voice high-pitched angry. "'Gave him a touch-up,' says Brian. "'He and Seth wrote Go Team Blue on his shell with blue paint. "'We ran out of room,' explains Brian, pointing to the word blue. B L U. The letters are pretty large. "'How dare you mess up his shell!' Aisha cries out, taking a step forward forward it'll wash off but how dare you give soda a mohawk racing stripe kyle retorts taking a step forward sarah steps forward too her eyes burn and for a moment i think everyone is going to start fighting stop it i yell and i surprise myself by yelling all of you kyle steps back as does aisha sarah doesn't move but she doesn't come closer either we're here to swap i say just get this over with but her fur kyle blares his shell aisha blurts "'George is right. Let's just do this,' grumbles Lily. She seems as disinterested in fighting as I do. I hand Elvis to Aisha, and Lily hands soda to Kyle. As we do this, our shoulders slightly graze. "'I'm sorry. It wasn't my idea,' I say. Lily sniffs. It's a sniff of scorn. You always have an excuse, don't you? I bristle at this, and I want to say something back that's just as mean, but I can't think of anything. I just feel guilty for everything. "'We'll see you in the gym for Pajamas Day,' says Sarah." I hear the winning team gets a new house, a house just for Elvis to live in, Ahisha adds. She hugs the turtle like it's her best friend, but I notice Elvis hasn't come out of his shell. I think he just wants to go back into his home. You mean a new house for Soda to live in? Kyle hugs the squirming hamster, but she doesn't seem happy out here either. Whatever that prize is, we're going to win it, says Grace. I don't say a word, but I know Principal Klein is not giving anyone a prize. I think we'll be lucky if he doesn't expel the entire grades, since he has already canceled Spirit Week and we're all wearing pajamas anyway. I sigh. Why did I agree to this? Kyle, Brian, Seth, and I walk away, soda cradled safely in Kyle's arms. Poor girl, he says to her in a soothing voice. But don't worry. No, not today, for you will win pajamas day, he says in a sort of rap. I don't say anything. I just want this week to end. Why did I ever raise my hand to be the team captain? Chapter 30, Lily. Before we enter school, Sarah stops me. Aisha walks ahead to return Elvis to his terrarium. That was fabulous, she says. Did you see the look in their eyes when they saw our racing stripe? Yeah, but Elvis is painted blue, I point out. Sarah nods. We'll get revenge for that, too. I get that sinking feeling in my stomach again. Do we have to keep getting revenge, I ask? I mean, we swipe their pet. We're dressed in pajamas. What else is there? Sarah squints. Losing is for losers and letting the other team get away with painting our turtle. Well, that's for losers. I know, but... Sarah keeps her eyes narrowed. Maybe you don't have what it takes. I thought you could hang with us after school sometime, but maybe Grace and I were wrong about you. Do you want to win spirit week? Sure, but there is no spirit week. I mean, not really, right? Sarah shakes her head in disgust at me. Grace even said she was going to let you ride her horse. Sarah marches ahead, joining Grace, who is waiting for her by the school entrance. I walk slowly by myself, thinking of Francine Pepper, pretend horseback riding, and feeling like I've lost already.